good evening. Good evening. Welcome to Wednesday Evening Chapel. Let's say our chapel theme together. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. But together means together. So right from the top. Oh, for the moment, yeah. All of us together. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Uh, part of the year-ending traditions at Nazarene Bible College is the celebration of the work and the ministry of the Associated Student Government, and they are going to lead this chapel service this evening. Aren't you proud to be part of the family of God? Amen. Amen. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, starting in verse 11, it says, Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. Now we ask you, brothers, to respect those who work hard among you, who are over you in the Lord, and who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard in love because of their work. Live in peace with one another. This evening, we are going to worship the Lord through edifying the body of Christ. We have some very special saints this evening that we will be acknowledging. And I just ask that as each person is appreciated, that you thank God for them and for what the Lord does in and through them. And to start off, we're going to acknowledge the cabinet. Many of you may not realize how much the cabinet has supported both ASG and the students this year. They have helped us with the rec room. If many of you have been down there, you've seen that they have spent hundreds of dollars remodeling that rec room floor, tile ripped out, new carpet laid, the walls, the paneling taken down, drywall put up, textured, painted, new lights put in, new pool, pool table, TV, satellite TV so we can watch our sports as we study, of course during the, uh, the commercials. <laughs> and then they have also supported us through the fake break this year. They bought the, uh, or they rented the blow-up toys so that the children, as well as us, adults, could have some fun in the middle of our hard winter break, or hard winter trimester, and intense, and as a result, we call it the fake break. And then finally, as many of you have well participated in, they have had, they have supported the Free Food Tuesdays. So all that food that you partake of is from them. So if you will, Cadman, if you will please join me. And, oops. That's me. Oops, sorry. Okay, folks. As a token of our appreciation, 
for what you guys have done to support ASG and our students this year. We have a thank you card and a $50 gift certificate to Johnny Carinos. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> My mind was on you, Brother Luke. <laughs> My apologies. Tonight we also are going to honor a saint who has been an unsung hero at Nazarene Bible College. The unsung hero is someone who serves the Lord faithfully and without much acknowledgement. He or she has been behind the scenes um, and has been what has helped Nazarene Bible College operate smoothly. It's a faculty or staff member. They encourage, they are very hard workers, and they have servant hearts. And we had three nominees this year that the student government believed exemplified, believed that they exemplified a servant's heart. And two of those nominees, I ask you to help congratulate them with me, is Marsha Ott and Sharon Matson. if you'll please stand. Thank you, ladies, for how you have glorified Jesus Christ as our Lord at Nazarene Bible College. Then our third nominee and recipient of the Unsung Hero Award is a very special lady. And we have a PowerPoint presentation on her. I ask that you hold your applause until after the presentation. It is my privilege and an honor to let you know that the unsung hero for 2006-2007 is... <laughs> Fish. Anna Burgess. She was secretary for Richard Lewis um, in 1993 to 1995. 85. My apologies. And then she came back in 1994 and has worked in the registration ever since then. Anna Burgess came to Nazarene Bible College in 1969 with her husband Stanley. He enrolled in pastoral ministries and she also participated in the women's program that was taught by G.B. Williamson. Upon graduation in 1972, they moved to Kansas where they pastored their first church. In the mid-1980s, Anna and her family returned to Colorado Springs for Stanley to get his master's degree. 
And then in June 1982, Dr. Lewis hired her as secretary. She worked with him until August of 1985, and upon returning, um, or upon returning to Colorado Springs in 1994, uh, she attended Dr. Lewis and his wife Ruth's Sunday school class at First Springs Church. At that time, she was working at Slag Lock Company and liked it pretty well. But the two of them, Dr. Lewis and Ruth, convinced her to come back to Nazarene Bible College. And Dr. Attic hired her to come work with him in the registrar. Her co-worker, Linda Stevenson, said this about, it, about her. In her time at Nazarene Bible College, she has worked in nearly every department here and helped hundreds of students who have gone to minister to thousands of people in God's kingdom. Today, when these students call for a transcript or stop by for a visit, they always find that Anna remembers them and makes them feel special to Nazarene Bible College. Anna is originally from Missouri. She now has two sons, Carl and Mark, both who live in Colorado. And that's her husband, Stanley, next to her. In recent years, she's taken some courses at Nazarene Bible College and also influenced several other staff members to take courses as well, in particular, spiritual formation. She has always strived to better herself and others in the Lord. In her first classes with G.B. Williamson, graciousness was a major emphasis. And as a person who hails from the show-me state of Missouri, she exemplifies graciousness well. She has been a fantastic staff member, student, and indeed an unsung hero. I have a poem of how this beautiful lady shows me and everyone else she meets the grace of the Lord. It's called Show Me Anna. <laughs> Show Me Anna is a model to everyone her heart Christ has won. If you look for a lady to represent the way, Show Me Anna is on her way. She'll show you God's love in everyday life the fruit of goodness you could cut with a knife. Show me Anna is kind and consistent, her actions patient-coated, thus anger-resistant. <laughs> she smiles so much, each heart seeking to touch, with warm and friendly greetings, all are glad for their meeting. Whether a new student or returning, a staff member or teaching, ever she remembers who you are, her caring words reach deep and far. Show me Anna is selfless indeed, always available in time of need, ever so generous and helpful. To her calling, she's faithful. With joy, she serves all folk. Her complaint pad, just a joke. <laughs> For to know Anna long, to know Anna long, one will see, in God's peace, she lives her life at NBC. Note, too, the little things she's done, like bringing pins so graduation gowns don't come undone. <laughs> or the 13 years she's given up Memorial Weekend to help graduates make it through to the end.
one leaves her office in merriment, your ears ringing with her words of encouragement. Then there's the aftertaste of gentleness and M&Ms. This life, life just isn't the same after meeting this gem. Show me... <laughs> Two more verses. <laughs> There's just so much to say about you, Anna. <laughs> Show me, Anna, your life is a sample of God's command to be his example. Thank you for your servanthood, for your influence under his blood. Continue on. Show me, Anna, his way. For a sloppy life, we do not wish to play. As our unsung hero, we respect you greatly. May God bless your life for being so saintly. Please congratulate our unsung hero, Anna. have a, a plaque. Let me grab it. Stay right here. for you, a sculpture of an eagle representing how you have mounted up on wings of eagles. You have ran and not grown weary. You have walked and not fainted in your service to Nazarene Bible College. And we want to thank you for everything that you have done. Amen. I'll get you another one. This year I have the distinct privilege of presenting the Year Disc Dedication. This award is for outstanding service from a faculty member at Nazarene Bible College. This year's award has been expanded to uh, include two faculty members. And as you try to find out who these members are, I feel obligated to tell you a little bit about them. Uh, both recipients live under the same roof. And they both like to drive Jeeps and ATVs. We love them and we will miss them in the years to come, but their work and their ministry will not be forgotten. Would you help me show your appreciation for Denny and Ann Hage as they come to receive their award?
<laughs> this sculpture is the towel and basin sculpture that represents servicehood for Nazarene Bible College. If you'd like to make any remarks. Well, you go ahead and be seated. <laughs> I can only tell you thank you very, very much. And I'll let Ann say her own thing. She has a way of saying it. And so I can only say that as I look around, the privilege has been uh, in multiple ways. The privilege of working with all of you on uh, faculty, staff, administration, and the, the students who are here tonight just really representing only a segment of the 20 years of students. Just received a call, for example, on... Um, Tuesday, just yes, uh, yesterday, my days are mixed, I'm not usually here on a Wednesday night, and from South Carolina and a pastor, and it happens all the time, one of our pastors saying, in your class I remember, but I don't, you know, and so it's a refreshing and reminding and, and tough situations and situations where they just need that little word, it's been such a privilege, and then so many of the dearest friends on earth of ours are here tonight. So thank you so much for being here with us. We have made some awesome friends between all of you at First Church for 10 years of this 20 and 10 years at Trinity of this 20. We love you guys. I'll do well to even talk. <laughs> That's unusual for me. <laughs> the girls asked me the other day what was my favorite song. And I said, well, I have several very favorites, but the one that they sang, I did name, and so they sang it tonight, and I appreciate that. I love that. I had that at my mother's funeral, and at several other family members' funerals, we've used that, and I said, that's supposed to be in mine, and so I said, I get to hear it tonight before the funeral, right? <laughs> uh, we came 20 years ago, 1987. We were Florida people. I told my husband I could never live further north than West Palm Beach because I couldn't take it any colder than 70 degrees. And um, Dr. Wiseman called and Dr. Lambert and began to pull for us to come. We, we, I wouldn't even let him tell him anything for six weeks because I didn't think I could come this far. I said, that's in China. But we came out and uh, anyway, we got on the plane, they put us back on the plane to send us back, and Dr. Wiseman said, we said, don't, don't ask me anything till we, we call you back from Florida now, you know. I got on the plane and I said to Denny, well, what is it? He says, God wants me there, and I know it deep in my heart. And I cried all the way home. <laughs> I did because I knew he was right for it. I knew he had been prepared, he didn't even know it, but he'd been prepared with that 24 years of high school choral work to do what he's done in all those years of Minister of Music. So I finally got to the point I could be in line to come. And these people right over here that are sitting, my first church buddies, instantly became our friends. And our kids and their kids were the best of friends. We have made many, many wonderful friends. After two years, I said, I don't need to ever go back to Florida. <laughs> Great. I loved it. My kids love it. They still love it today. Denny's heart's in those mountains up there, big time. My kids too. But the college has been very good to us. We have felt that this has been a wonderful 20 years of our life to serve God in this special, special way. Amen. 
working with people going into ministry, what better privilege could you have than to help people to go out to play, to sing, to lead choirs? And many of them are just like our kids and our bosom buddies today. Amen. And we love them. And we love you faculty members too. You've been wonderful, wonderful, godly people here. It's a blessed school. And we just thank you for all those times you've supported us and been with us and all those fun times at faculty retreats. You saw how we acted. <laughs> That's mild. That's mild. Uh, and I won't even get into it. But anyway, thank you so much. And we love you and you will always be in our hearts. So we're not going to say bye. We're just going to say one thing to another thing, you know. Things like that. Thank you. Thank you very much. And James Davis assures me that there will be a disc by the end of summer, James? He'll work on it. <clears throat> it's my privilege tonight to uh, introduce to you the student council for next academic school year. Uh, they will begin their duties very shortly. In fact, this Saturday they are meeting uh, with members of, the, of this year's council to talk about the time of transition. And then following that, uh, they will be meeting Saturday afternoon to talk about how they uh, will be responsible for their part of the graduation ceremony. So they will be uh, on guard and in service even before the student handbook says they're supposed to be. Uh, it is my privilege, first of all, to introduce to you a young lady who really needs no introduction. Amber, come up here, please. <clears throat> it's my privilege, Amber, to present to you the uh, gavel of student leadership, but you already have one. <laughs> It's a, it's a real privilege to present this uh, to Amber as the first individual who has ever served, been elected to serve as president of the student body of Nazarene Bible College for two years in a row. Congratulations. And I think most of you are aware of uh, Amber's summer plans. Uh, but just in case you aren't, uh, Amber has great plans for this summer, and I'm sure that she has just spread far and wide uh, her, her plans. But please remember Amber, especially in prayer, for in the month of June, beginning on June the 5th, uh, Amber, along with eight student body pre uh, seven other student body presidents from Nazarene institutions, in the United States and then with many other students from around the world will be gathering in Seoul, Korea for a week of leadership training at the Korean Nazarene University which is the largest Nazarene University in the world. And uh, 
Amber had a dream and a vision of being able to go to that leadership conference and uh, committed herself to go and begin to pray and uh, through some marvelous uh, gifts and the support of our Board of Trustees and others, she's going to be able to make that trip to represent Nazarene Bible College uh, along with students from around the world this summer. I think that's great. And I sort of think that when she comes back next fall, we'll probably hear some things about Korea before the, before the year is over. Would the members of next year's student council please come and stand uh, across in front of the altar here? It's actually my privilege to introduce them to you, but uh, they're going to introduce themselves in just a moment. Would you face this way for just a minute, and then you can turn around and look at them. I know it's much tougher to look at me than it is to look that direction. Uh, you are the men and women who have been elected by your fellow students to serve in the capacities of student leadership in the coming year. Amber, this year you have uh, launched us into an endeavor to be revived, to be men and women, to be a campus of prayer. Uh, you and the other students have led prayer meetings. We have had concerts of prayer. Uh, we have had times of prayer that you, along with staff members, are now conducting on a regular basis. You have also personally been involved in prayer that continues for every week we send out a prayer request list to about 62 students who have promised to pray for evangelists around the United States. Amber, you have led that effort. And I would pray that as you begin a new term in just a few weeks, that God would give you his spirit and direction to continue leading this campus, these students, in a way that will enable us all together to emerge into being something that we would never be without the power of God in our lives. And to the rest of you who have been elected as student leaders, various positions that you will serve next year, I uh, encourage you, I invite you to take the mantle of leadership uh, not as a symbol of your popularity. Um, some of you are elected with others running against you. Some of you are elected as the only individual on the ballot. That is okay. But whether or not you ran uh, with opposition or not, these students and others, and I believe God's direction has enabled you to be put in places of leadership for the coming year. And I would uh, join you in praying that God would help all of us emerge into the leadership that God wants for us so that our campus can truly be a campus filled with students who are emerging into what God created us to be. I'm going to ask you, invite you to kneel at the altar. We've asked Chaplain Like to come and pray over the student council and pray for the student council 
and student body that God would lead us into his plan for this campus in the coming year. Chaplain Light. Oh, I'm sorry, they're going to introduce themselves. Now, turn around and let them introduce... No, well, yeah, if I'd follow the script. <laughs> I'll start us off here. My name's Amber Emmert, student body president for next year, and I want you all to know that I pray for you daily, that I'm burning for you, that I desire that you emerge into everything that God wants you to be. And it is an honor and it is a privilege to serve you at Nazarene Bible College. I'm Robert Eberhardt, and I am ASG Treasurer. I'm Jack Garcia. I'm VP of Spiritual Life. I just want you to know that I see this campus, you students, as part of God's plan to make an impact in the Pikes Peak region. I just pray that you will seek God's lead in accepting callings that will touch the community that our light will shine before men so that God will be glorified. Hi, I'm Jenny Pelker, and I'm a, the junior class representative for next year. I'm a Christian education major and have a real heart for students of all kinds. I have a heart for you. I have a heart for the students that are in the community. And I want to see us make a difference in the students on campus and in the students in our community. Good evening, I'm Rachel Carr and I am your secretary. And I would encourage you to remember Jeremiah 29:11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Because each and every one of us is here with a purpose. And we as your student body want you to know anything that you have for us, come. We are approachable. We're not going to hold you off at arm's length. We are approachable, and we are here for you. My name is Jeremy Allen. I am your new sophomore class rep, and I just got out of public speaking, so... <laughs> <laughs> I am humbled and honored to serve on the sophomore class, and my um, major is counseling. I'm not trained yet, but I am here to listen and to offer your guys' voice to the council. Thank you. My name is Luke Oaks. I'm the VP of Fun. <laughs> I think it fits the role pretty good. So I, I get to serve another year in this role. And uh, it's not all fun for me. I have a deep conviction for the students' spiritual well-being. And I believe that I can best suit that this year by promoting fellowship among the students. I'm surprised Luke didn't mention the golf tournament coming up. Uh, sign up for it. Uh, and I'm in this line because I serve as the advisor to the student council. And now Chaplain Lake's going to pray for us. If you guys would kneel. One of the things that I know about this group of people is that uh, this is more than position. This is an opportunity. It is an opportunity for them to serve, and they don't want to go uh, into tomorrow, let alone into next year, without a sense of God's blessing and without a sense of his presence. 
I also know that they don't want to go into tomorrow or into next year without a sense of support from the students. And so before I pray, I want to ask all the students to come and find, uh, find a, uh, one of these folks and lay hands on them and pray a blessing as, as I pray for them. Heavenly Father, it is our privilege once again to share space with God-called men and women. Folks who have said yes to your will in their life. Folks who have said yes to your plans for them. Persons whom desire to know you more and more and more and more. And out of their willingness to be your disciples, they've answered your call to serve in this capacity. And so collectively, we lift them to you. Amber and Robert and Jack and Jenny and Rachel and Jeremiah and Luke and Laurel, Dr. Matson. We speak their names to you and remind you of their willingness to, to be obedient to you. And we ask that you would empower them in new ways so that everything that they do for the kingdom and for the student body would bring honor to you. And we pray that you would give them vision beyond their own and understanding that exceeds their own. So again, that they can bring glory to you and equip their brothers and sisters in Christ on this campus and around the world to serve you better. We don't want to go from this place without a sense of your blessing. And then I pray for the men and women that are praying for these servants of yours. Remind them, especially in these last two weeks of the term, uh, that you are present, that you are adequate, that you are able, and that your strength exceeds that of their own, if they'll call on your name. We rest in the promise that you will not take us where you will not also be with us. And we look forward to seeing what that looks like in the days ahead. We ask it, we claim it, we expect it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We're dismissed.